This November, I'm going back to Italy, leading a food tour there, and I want to brush up on my Italian. And for that, I'm turning to Rosetta Stone. It's the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. And for a very limited time, Sporkful listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash sporkful. That's half off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash sporkful today. Where are we? What, what are we doing here tonight? We're here at Wendy's on Friday night at 6 o'clock. It's an every Friday night event. And, and what's the occasion that you observe every Friday we night? We come every Friday night to celebrate Shabbat. Shabbat is the Jewish Sabbath. It begins every Friday at sundown all around the world. And it starts with a meal, Shabbat dinner. You feel you're part of something that's 2,000 years old. It really gives you a feeling of belonging. It's a time-honored tradition for sure, but in all the years that Jews have been having Shabbat dinner, there's no record in the rabbinic texts of it ever happening at the fast food chain Wendy's. Still, that became the weekly ritual for one group of seniors. Nobody has to be here. You don't feel like you have to go to temple. You don't feel like you have to be at... People just come because they love it. Today on The Sporkful, I travel to Palm Desert, California to join these seniors for Shabbat dinner at Wendy's. And yes, this is the same group featured in the hit documentary, Wendy's Shabbat. Have you had to sign any autographs yet? Once. (laughs) Don't laugh, we were walking out of the film festival in Atlanta. Some woman came up and she asked me for my autograph. I nearly fainted. (laughs) Come on now. This is The Sporkful. It's not for foodies, it's for eaters. I'm Dan Pashman. Each week on our show, we obsess about food to learn more about people. The film Wendy's Shabbat began as a side project, a short documentary directed by Rachel Myers that came out in 2018. It was a major hit, getting featured at the Tribeca Film Festival, on the Today Show, and more. It takes place in Palm Desert, California, about two hours inland from L.A., near where they do the Coachella Music Festival, if that helps orient you young whippersnappers out there. The seniors in the film live in a huge gated community called Sun City, 5,000 Spanish colonial homes, most of which have one garage for cars and then a mini garage for a golf cart. A few years back, I drove out from L.A. It was 103 in Palm Desert. I arrived in the early afternoon. I wanted to meet a few of the group's members before dinner time. First up, Roberta Mahler. She features prominently in the documentary in part because she's the grandmother of the filmmaker and in part because she's a character. Her doorbell plays Hava Nagila. That's a traditional Jewish folk song, typically sung at celebrations. You must be Roberta. Hi. I'm Dan, nice to meet you. Likewise. Um, I want to hit your doorbell again and record the sound of it, because it's amazing. (laughs) All right, hold on. That's the most Jewish thing I've ever heard, Roberta. (laughs) Well, this is a Jewish household. Actually, the doorbell broke, and this thing you can put about 45 different songs on it. 
but my husband chose Havan Megillah. What can I tell you? <laughs> a Jewish house is a Jewish house. <laughs> How was your ride out? It wasn't too bad. Roberta and her husband Jack were married for 57 years before he passed away more than a decade ago. She says it took time to get used to socializing single. As she puts it, it's a couple's world. But a few years ago, some friends invited her to Shabbat dinner at Wendy's. So I kind of looked at them. I said, Wendy's, Shabbat? Okay, we went up and here, and the group is so friendly. Everybody comes for the same thing for the companionship. And I guess for the hamburgers or the <laughs> chicken or whatever. <laughs> What's your go-to order? Do you have a go-to? Oh, go-to. Either chicken nuggets or uh, whatever I'm in the mood for doing. Roberta says she doesn't have any special requests. But in the documentary, a Wendy's worker named Winston says a lot of the other folks in the group do. It reminds me of my grandparents, but that's how they are when we go out to eat. Like, they order specifically. Like, that's how my grandparents, like, they want their stuff. They want their things in a certain way. I was curious to ask Roberta why that is. Do you think that as people get older, they have more special requests at restaurants? I think they get crotchety. <laughs> Do you think, is it that as people get older, they they get more opinionated, they realize later in life that they like things a certain way, or is it of, that... Yes, they do. But is, could it also be, because also as I, I feel like as you get older, you also care less what other people think. So you might be more willing to speak up. Maybe you liked your That's food a certain... very true. A lot, you know, you're correct. As you get older, you, you just, it just doesn't matter what other people think. You do what you want to do. You say what you want to say. If they don't like it, oh well. I could say something else, but we'll say, oh, well. <laughs> so Roberta does what she wants. And what she wants on Friday evenings is to go to Wendy's. She grew up in an Orthodox Jewish family on Long Island, so Shabbat dinner was mandatory. And while she and her husband weren't quite so strict with their kids, they continued the tradition. If you don't instill something in your children, they have nothing. And then when they get out into the world, with other, they just... They spread their own wings. But you got to give them a base. I don't care what it is, Jewish, Catholicism, Protestant, Buddhism, whatever it is, they have to be given a, a something. I don't know how you feel about that. We are not especially religious in my home today. I have two daughters, five and seven and a half. And uh, we're not especially religious, but we do Shabbat dinner almost every Friday night. We do a couple quick blessings, and then it's really just a family dinner. That's fine. That's, that's, it doesn't make but, – but doing it is an impression on the children. Right. Today, children are running here, people are taking, schlepping them, dancing, whatever it is. And how often do they really ever sit down other than, as you say, observing Shabbat together as a family? I said goodbye to Roberta for now. So you're coming tonight, right? Oh, yeah, sure. All right. Wouldn't miss one day Shabbat Friday <laughs> night. Besides that, we're leaving tomorrow. I have a 6 o'clock flight to Portland, Oregon, so there's nothing in the refrigerator. <laughs> We've cleaned it out. All right. There was one other person I knew I had to see that afternoon, Lou Silberman. 
In the documentary, he's the one in the group who seems most into food. It's clear Lou does not just come to Wendy's Shabbat for the company. I either have a son of Baconator <laughs> and some well-done French fries. Other times I'll have a baked potato with some chili because I want to tell you something, Wendy's chili is outstanding. Yes, you heard correctly. Along with his well-done fries, Lou often gets the Baconator. Clearly, this Shabbat group, not so kosher. Another reason I wanted to talk with him, he's the organizer of Wendy's Shabbat. Every week, he sends out an email to everyone to get a head count, then calls Wendy's with the number so the folks at Wendy's can put a table together for them. He also assigns one person in the group to bring dessert. As I learned when I met him, Lou is the perfect guy for this job. For decades, he worked in sales and marketing for the Mattel Toy Company. He retired more than 20 years ago when he was 72 and says he quickly came to regret that decision. He lost a big part of his purpose, the thing that drove him. So in Palm Desert, as he and his wife Jerry tell me, he's thrown himself into the Shabbat group. And a lot more. Lou's very active in the Heart Association. Lou's a competitive swimmer. I am a docent at the Palm Springs Air Museum. I am an ambassador for the College of the Desert. Uh, I am the membership chair of a club here on campus called the Music Buffs. has 1,300 members. And I also am involved with the fifth largest tennis tournament on the planet. That is the Indian Wells. I think he's the oldest usher. The oldest usher. I am 92. And going strong. Yeah, clearly. And Jerry, what do you think it is about Lou's personality that, uh, that he ends up in charge of everything? Because he loves to be in charge of everything. <laughs> but of course, I don't always listen. <laughs> I'm an A-type. As type A, a personality. A, 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 yeah, a super A-type. <laughs> I'm a control freak. Right. <laughs> I was going to say that, but I didn't want to be, I didn't want it to be recorded that I said that. <laughs> But he is definitely a control freak. But with good intentions and good purposes. Yes, I'm not saying it wasn't good. Well, I, and I, I'm a control freak in many ways. And, you know, the world needs a certain number of control That's freaks. Right. Otherwise, nobody would ever make it to Shabbat dinner. That's exactly You're just like Lou. <laughs> Another thing Lou likes to control that I can totally relate to is food order at Wendy's. How do you order your fries? Uh-huh. Well done. Oh, yes. Tell me, let's talk about that. <laughs> really? <Yeah>. <laughs> I've come 3,000 miles to talk about well-done fries at Wendy's. Well, they, if, if you don't get them well done, they're kind of soft and mushy. Well-done French fries have a touch to them that just melts in your mouth. Are they ever too well done for you? No, not really. So, Lou, at what point in your life did you start ordering your fries well done? At Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> So for you, if you had realized 50 years earlier that you liked your fries well done, would you have been bashful about asking for them that way? No. It was uh, a delightful experience, and having come to that decision 50 years too late. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't, you know, let's let's not look back with regret, Lou. Let's be thankful that you lived long enough to realize how you like your French fries and enjoy them that way. Yes, sir. Before I leave, Lou informs me that he has a mission for me. As you heard, each week he assigns one person to bring dessert. But in classic Lou fashion, he leaves nothing to chance. He wants to make sure there's enough dessert. After all, he likes to have some extra for the workers at Wendy's. And since this documentary came out, they have random visitors just showing up to join them. So Lou brings backup dessert. 
but he just had shoulder surgery, so he wouldn't be coming tonight. With a solemn look and a twinkle in his eye, Lou hands me a paper plate covered in foil. Since I'm not going, I'm going to take the uh, dessert plate for the youngsters in the back, and I'm going to give them to you, and you're going to walk over to the counter and say, Hi, Lou sent these. Okay, <laughs> you got it. Okay. I'm, very, I'm honored that I've been entrusted with such a big responsibility. Oh, it is? Coming up, I meet up with the group for Shabbat dinner at Wendy's. Stick around. Yummy. Whether you're a family vacation traveler, a business tripper, or a long weekend adventurer, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. They've got over 7,000 locations and 22 brands, including Comfort Hotels, Radisson Hotels, and Cambria Hotels, and you will get the best value for your money when you book with Choice Hotels. I especially love those Cambria Hotels. They have locally inspired hotel bars with all kinds of specialty cocktails, downtown locations right in the center of all the action. Radisson Hotels have flexible workspaces. That way, if you're a business traveler, you'll be able to get all your work done. On-site restaurants, fantastic. And then at Comfort Hotels, you'll enjoy free hot breakfast with fresh waffles and great pools for the whole family and spacious rooms. I mean, if you have kids, you understand the importance of the pool. If you stay at a hotel with a pool, Almost nothing else matters. Fortunately, all the choice hotels take care of all the other stuff too, but I mean, a pool is a great start. Whatever kind of vacation you're going on, whatever kind of travel you're doing, Choice Hotels has a stay for any you. Book direct at choicehotels.com, where travels come true. The weather's warming up. Have you nailed down your summer travel plans yet? I can tell you, we're working on ours and things are booking up, which is why you should be thinking about Norwegian Cruise Line. They have been raising the standards of cruising for more than 55 years. Let me tell you, when you cruise with NCL, you get award-winning specialty restaurants, immersive entertainment, and the most thrilling experiences at sea. Now, look, one of the great things about cruises in general is that you can visit and explore all kinds of different destinations, all with the ease of unpacking your bag just once. But Norwegian Cruise Line... They take cruising to another level, and they take food to another level. With no set dining and entertainment times and no formal dress codes, you have the flexibility to design your ideal vacation. They have an incredible variety of truly authentic and fresh dining and bar experiences complemented by exceptional service. Listen to this. There are up to eight complimentary and nine specialty dining options per ship and up to 23 bar and lounge options. Come see why NCL's guest first philosophy means exceptional service and unforgettable memories. Book your next vacation at ncl.com. A few years back, my friend Justin Warner from Food Network moved out to South Dakota. He opened a ramen joint, and he is always posting pictures of all the great food he's not only cooking, but eating all over South Dakota. He's always telling me to come visit. And you know, one of the best ways to experience a new place is to eat your way through it. But it's equally important to live your way through it, too. And when you summer in South Dakota, you can fill up on all the lake days, hikes, rides, and small-town strolls that'll leave you with a regained sense of wonder and a hunger to do it all over again. See why there's so much South Dakota, so little time at Travel South Dakota. Dakota.com. At Boar's Head, delicious is in the details, and you see that in their incredible selection of hummus flavors. Boar's Head hummus is expertly crafted to achieve the perfect balance of creamy texture and refined taste. You can taste those chickpeas, you can taste the tahini, you can taste a little bit of acidity. It's got it all. 
I especially love their roasted red pepper hummus made with fire roasted peppers. You can even taste a little bit of that char. It's perfectly dippable. It's perfectly spreadable. This is the kind of thing you always want to have on hand in your refrigerator. Dip, scoop, spread, or smear boar's head hummus to your heart's content. Hummus so extraordinary, it can only be boar's head. Compromise elsewhere. Welcome back to The Sporkful. I'm Dan Pashman. Man, last week's episode is food nerd heaven, okay? I visit Consumer Reports, the nonprofit that tests everything from frozen pizzas to luxury cars. I go on a tour of their refrigeration and appliances labs where I get to see the extreme measures they take to ensure fair and accurate testing. Ironically, we we test refrigerators inside of refrigerators here because you have to be able to perfectly account for the outside temperatures to make sure. Oh, so like if if one fridge is in a room that's 80 degrees and another fridge is in a room that's 50 degrees, then one's going to have to work harder than the other to get the same results. Exactly. So we. Gosh, you've thought of everything. We we have. I mean, it's. I I realize it's a little bit ridiculous to to put a fridge in a fridge, but I you know we don't know a better way yet. I also get to see the machine that scientifically measures browning on cakes. And I asked to taste the mixture they use to test an oven's self-clean function. Put on your safety goggles and get ready to nerd out big time. That one's up now. Okay, back to Shabbat dinner at Wendy's in Palm Desert, California. I should explain, this whole Shabbat dinner and the documentary have no formal connection with Wendy's. The restaurant declined to make their employees available for an interview with us for this episode. But the company does make some accommodations for the seniors. As I mentioned, after Lou calls in with the headcount, the workers there put a big table together in the middle of the restaurant ahead of time. Wendy's also gives the seniors free soft drinks. Beyond that, though, the seniors just order off the menu like any other group. After talking with Lou and Roberta, I headed to Wendy's. Gotta grab the dessert Lou gave me. As I mentioned, Lou couldn't make it. He just had surgery. Roberta would meet me there. The Wendy's in Palm Desert is just off the highway in an upscale shopping area. Palm trees here and there, in the distance, brown desert mountains. Crossing the parking lot, it's not easy to hold two mics, a recorder, and a plate of desserts, I'm learning. But, you know, I'm glad I'm not coming empty-handed. Inside, a bunch of tables had been pushed together to form one long table with about 20 or 25 seats. There was already a group of seniors there chatting, waiting for more people to arrive. First, I met one of the workers. Hi, how are you? Good, you? Good. I'm Dan. Raphael. Raphael. Oh, sorry. I'm holding my mic in my left hand. Okay. Good to meet you. Good to meet you, too. Thanks for having me. Oh, wait, wait, Raphael. Yes, sir. These are from Lou. Oh, Lou. L- Lou gave me these desserts. He said you would know what to do with them. Okay. All right. Thank I you. Go. Thank <laughs> you. Hey, I'm Hello, Dan. this is Dan. Dan? Sharon. Sharon, nice to meet you. Oh, you're the founder. Well, I'm Sharon. <laughs> Sharon, do you mind if I ask you a couple quick questions? Okay. Tell me the story. How how did this come to be? Well, we were sitting around in the summer months and at the pool, and we didn't really have anything to do or anywhere to go. And and one Friday night, I said, let's go to Wendy's. And then we said, maybe we could have Shabbat here. And so the husbands were embarrassed and said no, and blah, blah, blah. Husbands, is this true? Yes, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) What were you embarrassed about? Doing Shabbat here. Doing Shabbat with, with, with the candles and the whole thing. What would be embarrassing about that? It's Wendy's. <laughs> and as the weeks and months went on, more people started coming. Members of the group kept filing in. There were a lot of warm greetings. Set out on the table were the sparkling grape juice, challah, which is a traditional Jewish bread, and electric candles. 
In addition to not being able to bring wine into Wendy's, the seniors can no longer light candles there. You know, fire codes and such. Before we could start the blessings, though, there was some important business to take care of. Dan, if they want to find Sportful, yeah. how do they find Sportful? Show me your phone. I'll, I'll subscribe right now. Absolutely. I'll set you up to download the show like 10 million times. My numbers will go through the roof. It's going to be great. No, I'm joking. I won't do that to you. <laughs> oh, all right. Her cellular data is turned off for podcast. I'll fix Here that for is. you. There it is. We found the podcast app. This is turning into tech support. This is going to be great. <laughs> this is going to be a great podcast. Subscribe. My name's Dan. Dan? Yeah. You're very good looking, Dan. Oh, oh thanks. I appreciate it. So are you. No, it's the truth. <laughs> oh, shucks. I'm blushing. No, you're not. You have a beard. <laughs> I have to. I'm the elder statesman. Believe it or not. Really? I'm the. I would. I would not have guessed that. I'm the oldest one in the group. What? So you must be well into your sixties. You're my new best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I'm one of the original people that started this. We are like a family now, and uh, some of us we've lost already from attrition and what have you, but we stick together as much as we can. At this point, it was time to begin Shabbat dinner with three blessings. One for Shabbat, then one over the wine, and one over the bread. Jewish people recite these blessings every Friday all over the world as the sun sets across the globe. Now, at a Wendy's in Palm Desert, California, it was this group's turn. Amen. We give thanks to God for bread. Our voices join in happy chorus as our prayer is humbly said. Now we all rush to the line, which Lou Silverman is always the first one in, and we get our food. Lou's not here tonight. Who's going to take his place? Uh-huh. Yeah, we're ready. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now comes the stampede, right? Yeah. <laughs> it was a leisurely stampede. The seniors settled back down at that long table with their food, plastic trays pressed against each other all in a row. Some had salads, others had burgers or chicken nuggets or baked potatoes. A lot of these folks see each other every week, but still, it had the feeling of a reunion or a big family meal at the holidays. I put in my order, cheeseburger and a chili cheese baked potato. Growing up, my family would tailgate at a lot of New York Giants football games, and sometimes we did chili cheese dogs in the parking lot, and when we did, we'd always just go get a bunch of chili at Wendy's, put that on the hot dogs. Also, why doesn't every restaurant have baked potatoes all the time? After I finished eating, I checked in on Roberta at the other end of the table. I had visited her in her home earlier in the day. That's great. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I, I just need to ask Roberta a quick question about her meal. Roberta, I see your food has just arrived. Walk me through your your choice here. This is intriguing. I see a baked potato with what looks like a slice of American cheese melted on and then shredded cheese on top of that. Is that right? I, I don't know. I didn't know. get it. Deborah did. My daughter did. Okay. okay. <laughs> you know, are you going to mix the chili and the potato? Probably. 
you might, I mean, I don't want to tell you, you know, how to do Wendy's Shabbat or anything, but like if you want to maybe pour the chili on top, it help, might help melt the cheese. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm going to keep it, I'm going to be purist okay. with this. All right, I'm not going to judge. Okay. At this point, I learned of one of the big perks of Shabbat at Wendy's. Not only does Wendy's provide the seniors with free soft drinks, they also give them free mini ice creams. Of course, that's in addition to the dessert the seniors bring themselves. Do you do a swirl? Is there a swirl option? Vanilla chocolate? I'll take that, yeah. Sure, sure. Thank you. Now, a uh, little pointer I'll give you guys. You take your free ice cream here, and you take the cookies that are passed out, and they crumble your cookie into your free ice cream. Yeah, I saw you doing that. It looks very good. You want me to make you one? No, but I'll, I'll remember it next time. <laughs> What's even better is they have the, uh, uh, the pecans, uh, the candied pecans that they put in the salad. And the brain, if you put that in the ice cream, it's even better. That is brilliant. <laughs> Have you done that, B? Yeah. Very shrewd. You, you bet. That's a takeaway for sportful <laughs> listeners right there. That is very good. I look, candy pecans from the salad bar right into the ice cream. That's brilliant. You, you bet. <laughs> As B and I enjoyed our ice cream, we talked about how her Shabbat dinners have changed over the years. I'm not as observant because having been raised in an Orthodox family, I had so many restrictions that I uh, resented. I, hate, I hated because on Friday nights when our family had Shabbat dinner, I couldn't go to the football games. What would your parents think if they saw you here? They'd turn over. <laughs> you know, whatever the reason, my parents were old-fashioned people, and I had more don'ts than do's, and I have evolved. Because you have to live in this world, in this century, and, you know, um, you have to roll with the punches. You're a modern woman, B. Yes, I am. Shabbat dinner at Wendy's may not be how they did it in the Old Testament, but like B says, you got to evolve, not just to live in this century, but also to keep a tradition alive. As I left Wendy's that night, I thought about Shabbat dinner and rituals from other religions and cultures that provide the same kind of structure in our lives. One of the most powerful moments in the Wendy's Shabbat documentary is also one of the most mundane. It's a part where Roberta talks about how she makes her bed every morning. Earlier that day when I was at her house, I asked Roberta why making the bed is important to her. It's a ritual. I think a lot of people, as they get older, they kind of, a lot of them withdraw. You don't get up and you don't get dressed and you don't make, you don't make a bed, you drag around the house. No, to me it's being, uh, just following through the routine of, of everyday living. And I think that for a lot of people of all different faiths, religious rituals are a part of that routine. Definitely. I feel that you have to have some sort of routine so that you, you don't go floating around. You just, you know this is what you do, this is part of your life, and this is what keeps you going.
My thanks to the folks at Wendy's in Palm Desert and to all the members of the Wendy's Shabbat group, especially Roberta, Lou, B, and Sharon. We taped this episode four years ago, so we recently called Roberta for an update. She's doing well, as are Lou, Jerry, Sharon, and B. But sadly, the Wendy's Shabbat dinners mostly stopped with COVID and officially ended in June of this year. A few of the members have passed away. One woman turned 100 and decided she didn't want to drive at night anymore. Roberta says, for what it was, it was the most wonderful thing. Everybody loved it. Roberta still has lunch with some of her Wendy's Shabbat friends once a week. Lou turned 96 and still swims and plays golf. And yes, Roberta still makes her bed every day. The short documentary Wendy's Shabbat is directed by Rachel Myers. It won all kinds of awards when it came out in 2018. You can watch it now at PBS POV. And to all the Jews out there, I'm wishing you a happy and sweet new year. Next week on the show, we bring you the incredible story of Mokhtar Akhanshali, a Yemeni-American living in San Francisco who was determined to show the world how special Yemeni coffee is. All he had to do was get farmers, specialty coffee buyers, and investors to believe in him and to get literally tons of coffee out of the country in the middle of a civil war. That's next week. While you wait for that one, check out last week's food science nerd extravaganza inside the labs at Consumer Reports. That one's up now. This episode was originally produced by Ann Sani, Aviva DeKornfeld, and me, and edited by Gianna Palmer. Dan DeZula mixed the original, Casey Holford mixed the update. Our team now includes Emma Morgenstern, Andres O'Hara, Tracy Samuelson, and Jared O'Connell. Music help from Black Label Music. The Sporkful is a production of Stitcher. Our executive producers are Colin Anderson and Eric Eddings. Until next time, I'm Dan Pashman. And I'm Janae in LA, reminding you to eat more, eat better, and eat more better. This is a big year. The Ohio Lottery's golden anniversary. 50 years of excitement, of growing jackpots and crossed fingers. 50 years of funding for schools, of changed lives and brightened days. 50 years of fun, and that is worth celebrating. So watch for can't-miss promotions, huge events, and new games that will make the Ohio Lottery's 50th year its biggest one yet. Learn more at funturns50.com.